Hallelujah. Now it's offering time. And God loves a cheerful giver. You can't be God given no matter how you try. We're taking up one offering. Our tithes, what is it?
visiting vocalist, and then we'll have a word. Church, say amen.
the angels in heaven sign my name. I'm going to ask this lovely lady, Deanna, uh, get her name right. What's the last name? Uh, Ransom. I don't know how I messed that up. Come on up, darling. Praise Jesus. Now, she sings nationally. She's originally, she lived in Glassboro one time. Come on up. And uh, give us a selection and we'll have a word. We're so glad to have you. Thank you. Praise Pastor. God. Church, say amen. Amen, amen. Good morning, St. Matthews. Good morning. I want to give glory and honor to my Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And I want to also give honor where honor is due to Dr. Gordon and First Lady Gordon. Amen. I remember them from when I was a little girl. They may not remember me, but I remember them. They've been sewing into my life since I was a little girl. We were running around Violent Community Choir and the Heavenly Children, and we would sing, and they had services. Amen? God is an awesome God. Amen? So I have a single that is titled, You Reign. And the words are, O Lord, your God of everything. Blessed be your name forever, Lord, you reign. How many of you know that the Lord Jesus Christ is he who reigns forever? Amen. Do I have any worshipers that don't mind glorifying and honoring the most high God? Amen. Just because he is God. Because his mercy endureth forever. Ah, when we were not worthy. Amen. He was there for us. I had the privilege of doing this song. The minister of music, Minister Brian Pugh, he actually produced this track for me. Amen. So God is good. We're going to do You Reign.
fresh anointing, Jesus. Rain. Lift your hands. Say rain. Rain in the room. Rain in our thoughts and in our hearts and minds. Lord, have your way. We came to give you the glory today, Jesus. Come on, let's worship him on one accord. Say rain. Come on, give God all the glory in this place. Come on, stand to your feet and lift your hands. Come on and worship the most high God. He's in the room today. He wants to do a brand new thing, yes. Come on, yield your hearts. Yield your minds. Give him the glory. He's worthy. He's worthy. Rain, oh Lord, rain. Come on, we can do better than that. Get a lot of hand clap. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you. Sister Ransom, I have your CD. It's awesome. We thank God for you. Thank God for the song and the stirring up of emotions in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our Father and our God, we come this morning to thank you as being the God of all living. You are the God of victory. You are the God of healing. You are the God of help. And God, we wouldn't dare enter into worship of the word without speaking to the word. We thank you for what our ears have heard, our hearts have felt. Now glorify yourself, magnify yourself, have your way in our lives, forgive us of our sins through the shed blood of Christ. And we thank you in Jesus' name, amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Come on now. Praise Jesus. Praise the Lord. I want to thank God for all of you for our millennials. Tanya, thank you for being a leader. Hallelujah. Thank you uh, for our associates, deacons and elders. We greet you in a name that is above every name. Bless his name. This morning, my subject is close the door behind you because there's a draft coming in. We came to church this morning with some drafts. And uh, this will be the last sermon in my series, Growing Up in Him. God uses a multi, uh, multiplicity of ways to grow us up. He uses conflict. He uses confusion. He uses comfort. And this morning, our subject is closure. And, and, and that is, child of God, I'm, I'm going to, I want you to turn to Judges chapter 6. Judges 6, as after Joshua. Judges 6. Hallelujah. And uh, familiar passages of scripture. We're going to talk about it. Judges chapter 6. And trust me, there's something in here for you and for me. In Judges, 
chapter 6. We'll deal with the context momentarily. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian seven years. Lord have mercy. And the Bible says that Israel was greatly impoverished, that the Lord had sent a prophet, verse 18, to the children of Israel, which said unto them, Amen, I brought you up from Egypt, the house of bondage, I delivered you, as God is reminding them what he's done for them. And then God goes on to confront a young man. And in that young man's life, God decides to bring some closure. Closure is a climate of conclusive conditioning. That is, it is not always leaving or letting go, but closure is recognizing God's specifics over, amen, our own speculation. Closure is a steadfastness. Closure, amen, are the facts and not the feelings. Closure is the conviction of God and not just the conflicts. It's when somebody can see clearly through the clouds. And, 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 and when we understand closure through, throughout the word of God, it was Paul in Acts 20, don't turn, when he was talking to the Ephesian elders who were warning him with the uh, daughters, Philip, Agabus, Paul, don't go back to Jerusalem. They're going to lock you up. They're going to beat on you. And they may kill you. And Paul said, what do I have to do with you? He said, bonds and afflictions await me. But none of these things move me. He had closure. Paul said, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor things present nor things to come nor any other thing, principalities, powers, dominions, so anything shall separate me from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. That spiritually closure is a conviction that whatever is facing me, whatever comes towards me, will not hinder me. I will not be hindered by whatever Satan sends. I will keep marching to the drumbeat of the Holy Spirit. It may cost me some pain. It may cost me some pressures, but I'm bringing closure, amen, to all my feelings. I don't want to finish the race as a victim. I don't want to disqualify myself because I got into a pity party. Do I have a witness? I want to run this agonizing race, amen. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. I, I, I want to pose a question. What does it take Satan to bring in your life 
to stop you from running this race. That, that is, that is, when we begin to look at Gideon, 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 I'm not going to be long before you. There's three major mechanisms here. Um, Gideon was a judge in the book of Judges. The book of Judges was a 350-year period in which every man did that which was right in his own eyes. Yeah, and there was a cyclical type situation, not linear, but cyclical. They would rebel against God. God would send restitution. They would cry and repent. God would send restoration through a judge. He would raise up a judge to defeat the enemy. Can I get a witness? They went through the cycle for 350 years. We go through the cycle ourselves. Don't we go through the cycle? Yeah, we rebel against God, and then God sends restitution, chastening. And then we cry out and repent, and then God sends restoration. Only to start the cycle all back over again. Can I get a witness? That, that, that is, when you begin to understand the uh, scenario of Gideon, that what fascinated me, and, and I'm, th I'm talking to Bible students now, I'm going to make this as quick as possible, that you compare scripture with scripture, that gives you truth. That's a hermeneutical law of interpretation for no one scripture is of his own interpretation. And when you look at the context of Judges 6 to 8, he's dealing with the Midianites whom God raised up to chasten Israel. Now let me... Let me, let me say this to you. Be careful. God has already chosen, yeah, an adversary to chasten you if you jump out of his will. He's, he's waiting at the door. Uh, Jeremiah said where the, where the carcass is, the eagle will follow. The carcass is sin, the eagle is judgment. Do I have a witness? That child of God, when we begin to look at this scenario, what fascinated me is that the context is Judges 6, but in Hebrews 11, the Hall of Fame of Faith, the writer to Hebrews, don't turn, right around verse 32, says this, and what shall we say about Gideon? Oh, Lord, this one's going to get deep. Well, in Hebrews 11, Gideon is coupled and connected with four of the judges, Jephthah, Barak, Samson. And, and listen, 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 and he's connected, and Samuel, who was the last judge, Samuel the prophet, and then King David. Now, now, now my history is right. David wasn't around when the judges were running. But yet David is coupled in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 with the judges. Why? Because only these judges and David had to hide in caves. They had to leave the imperial city of Jerusalem Go up in the mountains, hide in caves, and wear clothes that were despicable. And God says, uh, you know, for that reason, they are in the hall of fame, of faith. Now, you and I got caves. We got caves we run to. Elijah ran to a cave. Remember he's running from Jezebel? And he ran into the cave and... And, 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 and Elijah got in the cave and said, it's time for me to die. Let me just die. Let me just leave here. And God showed up and asked him a rhetorical question. What are you doing here? He said, well, I, I'm the only one that's jealous over you. God said, no, you're not. I got a remnant. I got 7,000 that never bowed to Baal. Can I get a witness? 
But here's what Elijah said. Elijah said, I, God, God told Elijah, I call it earth, wind, and fire. I sent fire, but I wasn't in the fire. I sent wind, but I wasn't in the wind. Mm. I am the still, small voice that you couldn't hear. Can I get a witness? That, that is, that is, the times we don't discern God are the times we need to hear from God. Mm. We so busy trying to get people to believe that we are spiritual and we keep talking instead of listening. We need to listen for God. Do I have a witness? So get in, get in, get in, get in. I'll make this quick. Get in is a fractured failure, fearful. Foolish, faithless man. God comes to him in chapter 6. And it is a theophany, meaning as Jesus Christ pre-incarnate in the form of a man. Are y'all with me? And when Jesus faces Gideon, Lord have mercy, he says something very peculiar about his direction. I'm persuaded that God loves brokenness. And if you are not broken, God doesn't want to use you. The reason he wants you and I broken is so we don't get uppity and think too much of ourselves. Do I have a witness? That, that if, if pain and pressure will make you peaceful and humble, then so be it. We eat. He comes, he, comes, he comes to him in a directional way and li listen what Jesus Christ, and it is Jesus Christ, has to say to Gideon. He says, hmm, Thou mighty man of valor. Hmm. It is a contradiction of who he is. It's a contradiction to Gideon, but it's not a contradiction to God. And the emphasis is, child of God, that you can close the door, amen, and prevent the draft of doubt by placing faith in the word. That if God said it, it's not up for you to second guess it. Lord have mercy. Thou, thou mighty, thou, thou mighty man of valor. You are you a bad boy. You fear you are fearless. <sighs> Folk are scared of you. And, and, and the contradiction, turn, turn the heat, it's getting cold, turn the heat. The contradiction is that it's Gideon that can't accept the word. Mm. Who is he talking to? You, you are a valor, you, you are a mighty, Man of valor, mighty man of God. One of the things that fascinates me 
about this age in Christendom is how we weave in and weave out the word. We're not steadfast in the word. We only use the word when it's convenient. If, if, if I use the word all the time, Tanya, there are times that I say, Raymond, you messed up. Because that word affects me the way it's going to affect everybody else. Can I get a witness? When you can't see yourself, when you can't judge yourself, when you can't, amen, pull out yourself with the same word that you want to give to somebody else, you as blind as a bat with sunglasses on. For my Bible says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. There's none the righteous. No, not one. If God, Wayne, should mock iniquities, who could stand? Who going to stand before God and justify themselves? It's a contradictory call. And God always makes these contradictory calls because the emphasis is not on the one called, it's the one calling. Y'all get this going home. The one calling is God. Because God called me, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Because God called me, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against her. Because God called me, Lord have mercy. I've been young, now and I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor seed begging bread. Because God called me, just because he called me, I've been translated from darkness to light. Just because he called me. He called me out of darkness and translated me into his marvelous light. Can I get a witness? He called me from hell to heaven. He called me from death to life. That's why Paul said, and you, you understood. And you who were dead, walking dead, zombies, in trespasses and sins, have God now reckoned. The word reckon means he's purchased you. Uh, do I have a witness? Now, now let me stop Paul's apart. Because he purchased me, can't nobody pass judgment on me. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? You say, well, you you don't you don't you don't know them like I know them. Well, we don't know you like you like God knows you. You got skeletons in your closet. And your judge, your judging system is inaccurate. Can I get a witness? Be, be, be careful with people that always got something to say about somebody out there. But never about them in there. Do I have a witness? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, he says that, uh, yeah, to get in, this, this is a contradictory call for a reason. You have no confidence in me as God. You don't pray. You don't wait. You don't, you don't, you don't praise me. So I'm going to call you what you're not. So I can take my word and transform your heart and your mind into what I just called you. I'm going to call things that be not as though it already was. Only God can do that. I'm going to look you square in the face and call you what you're not. Can I get a witness? Thou mighty man of valor. He was hiding weed at night. He was worried about the Midianites. Midianites were cruel people. They cut off the toes. They cut off the fingers of the Israelites. They, they were strong. They were green berets. It was hundreds of thousands of them. They could fight. 
and all Israel were, were farmers. They had staves and shovels. And God had put you and I up against impossible things. And if you don't have that word as your denominator, do I have a witness? You remember back in arithmetic, you had a numerator and a denominator. Isn't that right? And you had to divide, yeah, a, a, a common number into the numerator and denominator to come out with something even. Remember that? Did y'all have math? I, I, am, am, I, am, I, am I imagining this? Can I get a witness? So, 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 so as we live and as we mess up, God is saying, I got to find a number that will divide equally until this person's life. Can I get a witness? This thing is tied up in here. Uh, child of God, that uh, uh, he, he said, thou mighty man of valor. A contradictory call. Mm. God knows you can't do everything he wants you to do. That's why Jesus died. And if we sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus, the righteous one. Do I have a witness? Uh, child, child, child of God, child of God, uh, the call was contradictive. The consideration was contradictive. He said, I'm going to use you as one man to defeat the Midianites. Then, then God <laughs> said, not only did I give you a contradictory call and a consideration don't make sense to you, yeah, but I'm going to bring things in your life to pull off what I'm asking you to pull off. Can I get a witness? That, that is, that is, when, when, when Jesus started talking to this boy, he must have scratched his head and said, I don't know who he's talking about. I don't know who he's talking to. And, and, and let, me, let me say something to you. God has got to come in your life and overcome the self-defeating thinking that you've been having all your life. And we got some self-defeating thinking. You might look good, but you don't think right. Can I get a witness? Some of y'all don't think right and you don't look good either. So the fact of the matter is, uh, in the name of Jesus, God has got to come in and straighten out these malign mechanisms. Amen. You got rejection issues. You got abandonment issues. Uh, you don't love yourself. You want love, but you won't let love in. You got mommy issues, you got daddy issues, you got uncle issues. You've been abused, you've been misused. You, come on now, somebody need to talk about this stuff. You got your secret sins, you got stuff that's been going on all your life and you keep becoming self-defeated because your emphasis is not on my word. The word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. That word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. When Satan comes with his stuff, God wants me to get to the word. That word is forever settled in heaven. Do I have a witness? You got to get back to that word, to that logos. You, you got to get back to that word. You got to understand that word. No weapon. Formed. Isaiah 54, against you shall prosper. I don't have time. We didn't even interpret that right. God didn't say no weapon against you. He said in the forming stage. When the enemy starts forming something, God dismantles it. Lord have mercy. When the enemy's putting the weapon together, God demolishes it. 
That ought to make you shout. That, that ought to make you run around the church. Can I get a witness? When Satan is in his laboratory and he's working on something to bring you down, God said in the farming stage, I will, I will dismantle this thing. When folk don't mean you no good and they, they, they want to bring you down, God says, ah, in the farming stage, I got your back. Can I get a witness? No weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. Do I have a witness? The Lord is my light. When everything around me comes dark, God shows his light. Won't he do it, saints? God will give you peace. He'll give you a perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. Can I get a witness? That child of God, the emphasis is on his word. Get in. I'm giving you direction. Hmm. Don't bring closure to my word. Bring closure to anything against the word. because there's a draft of doubt behind you. Mm. And he that cometh to God must believe. And without faith, it's impossible to please him. And faith is the subject of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Substance. The evidence of things not seen. That means every time a problem comes through the eyes of faith, we ought to say, well, God going to take care of it. Satan, what else you got today? God going to take care of that too. Satan, what you going to throw at me today? God's going to take care of that too. Satan, how you going to meet me in the bedroom tonight? God's going to take care of that too. Satan, what thoughts you going to put in my mind? God's going to take care of that too because thy word cannot come back far. Thy word, thy word, thy word, thy word, thy word. So if God called me a mighty man of valor and it was God that spoke it, God got to do something. It doesn't matter how I look at myself, it's how God looks at me. Do I have a witness? Thank you, Jesus. I was telling him this morning, this is a true story. I was about 14, uh, you know, 15 years old, wannabe. We went to the neighborhood movie, and we all in the movie, and they say, all right, y'all ready to go? And there's about 15 to 20 of us, right? And... Uh, Everybody wanted to be in the gang because that's what the girls like. They like bad boys, you know. You know that, don't you? Yes, sir. Girl, girl, girls like bad boys. They don't, you know, they don't want no men in the church. They like. That's another sermon for another day. Guys had their head done, earrings, and rags sticking out. And, Ooh, he's cute. He can't even talk. Just, you know. And uh, so we come out of the movies, and this gang turned the corner. It was 13th Street. They turned the corner. about 50 of them. And the guy that was supposed to be in charge, he said, don't nobody run. Don't nobody run. He's doing like, this is true story. And everybody froze. They scared of him. They froze. So 13th Street come to the street. He said, run for your life. I took off. I said, this one's deep. Uh, He's the one that said, don't run. And he's out in front of everybody else. Uh, Sometimes the people you look up to in church that give you the impression that they got it all together, they more broken than you. 
let you let pressure start coming down. You you know it. Well, child, that was me. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm not you. Don't listen to him. Can I get a witness? That that is a child of God. When you begin to look at this thing of the word. God, God dealt with the first thing was his direction. Then God moved to his development. And when God's developing you, he's going to test you. Won't God test you? Come on, y'all. Won't God test you? Uh, and so God said to Gideon, uh, let's go to math class. Uh, there's 132 thousand green beret Midianites that's getting ready to come over the hill. They some bad boys. They got black belts. They know how to use their swords. They're fierce. And Gideon, there's only 32,000 of you. 132,000 against 32,000. God automatically makes the odds lopsided. Because God is not interested in your logic. He's interested in your leaning. Uh, do I have a witness? And, 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 and so, and so, and so, Gideon, Gideon is afraid. He, how are we going to fight all of them and win and just hang in there? So God said, here's what I want you to go on down to the brook. And the men are thirsty, let them drink. And the ones that, that sip the water and keep looking back, send them home. And I guess Gideon's praying his heart, Lord, don't let nobody sip the water and look back. <laughs> he went from 32,000 to 22,000, from 22,000 to 10,000. And when he came up with 10,000, Gideon looked at God Nervous, and God said, boy, you still have too many. Y'all ain't, ain't getting this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get out your way. You're going to get for me to get the glory. Ah, it's me that wants the glory. And sometimes in order for me to get the glory, I got to tear everything down. In order for me to get the glory, I got to wreck your life. In order for me to get the glory, I got to let all hell break out in the midnight hour. In order for me to get the glory, I got to shadow your feelings. Do I have a witness? And, and get it, get it, get it. It's going through a development class about the faithfulness of God. So it gets down to 300. And when he got to 300, God said, now... I can get the glory. Raymond Gordon, I can't get the glory. Too much of you is in the way. So I got to add dimensions to your life to weaken you. I'm trying to talk to somebody this morning. I got to take that pride out. I got to, uh, I got to let the doctors find something you didn't want them to find. Uh, do I have a witness? I got to shatter your confidence for me to get mm, the glory. Do I have a witness? And sometimes God will let you go from the frying pan into the fire. Won't he do it, saints? In the name of Jesus. That, that, that is, uh, he had 300. God said, now you got the right number for me to get the glory. I got just enough stuff in your life that you're going to be forced to depend on me. I got enough hell going on in your life that's going to make you pray longer. I got situations in your life can I get a witness to make you lean more? Huh? In the name of Jesus. 
See, when I first got saved, I told you I went to prayer meeting. I was the only one in there under 70 years old. Them old mothers, them, them old mothers did something to my thinking. Can I get a witness? I used to come in there, and, 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 and I, I, I was in my early 30s, late, late 20s. Used to come in there, just got saved, came out the world, doing everything I could do. And, and they, they, they sit up there with their Bibles and their hymn books on a Wednesday night. And, and I'm sitting there with them, and, 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 and I noticed what they had to say. When I started complaining, they said, well, praise him. My God is able, praise him. Praise him, and, 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 and they go on, and then they start singing them songs. That, that's why I know these hymns now. They, that, that's all they did was sing hymns. Can I get a witness? So somebody stand up for 10 minutes talking about their problems and their children's problems and their grandchildren's problems and their money problems, and their, they say, well, praise the name of Jesus. Let's break for a song. Blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. I'm an heir of salvation, purchase of God, born of a spirit, washed in his blood. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. And they sang in, in songs and hymns and spiritual songs making melody in their heart to the Lord. You ain't got to wait on no retreat to get happy. Can I get a witness? You, you don't have to wait for Bible study to get happy. Oh, y'all getting quiet on me. You don't have to wait for your best teacher to teach a class to get happy. All you got to do is thank Jesus, and you'll get happy in a heartbeat. All you got to do is just keep reciting who he is. He's king of kings, and he's lord of lords, and he's the potentate of paradise. He's creative God. He's sustaining God. He's, he's all-wise God. He's all-knowing God. He's omniscient God. Uh, I wish I had a witness up in this place. Can I get a witness? And child of God, when you start praising him, God starts moving the problems. When you start praising him, God reminds you who it is that's fighting your battles. When you start praising him, he'll make a way out of no way. He moves from the direction to the development to the deliverance. Get in, here's what we want you to do. Get a picture. Get a sword, small sword, Wayne, and get a lantern. And I want you to go over the hill where the Midianites asleep, break the pitcher, light the lanterns, and pull out the swords. And when they heard the noise, and when they saw the light, they start killing each other. Can I get a witness? Gideon didn't lose one of 300 men because my God, he's got a remedy to what's bothering you. Can I get a witness? And child, I, I don't want to keep you any longer, but uh, uh, God gives us throughout the Bible benedictions. Benedictions are from the benefactor who is benevolent and pronounces a blessing. Can I get a witness? Joshua said, it's for me and my house. We're going to serve the Lord. Do I have a witness? Jew said, now unto him who's able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before his presence. Can I get a witness? There is one in Romans and one in Hebrews that talks about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Because he got up, we got the victory. Because he's the son of God and God the son, we got the victory. Uh, do I have a witness? And so child of God, what God is saying, you need to bring closure 
to them cloudy things in your mind. Can I, so you'll have clarity that I am who I said I was. Can I get a witness? I'm not trying to be a cowboy. I'm a pastor. I got closure on that. Do I have a witness? I'm going to fight the rest of the days of my life. I'm not trying to go to cabarets and clubs. I'm finished with that lifestyle. I want to run for Jesus. Can I get a witness? Oh, it's going to be tough. Hellhounds going to be on my trail. Folk going to talk about you. Can I get a witness? Health going to fail. Hell going to break out. But I dare you to hold on. If you just hold on a little while longer, if you just hold on to God's unchanging hand, if you just hold on and look to the hills from whence cometh your help, he's able, and he able, he's able to do far exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think if you look to the hills and I dare you to call his name do I have a witness what a friend we have in Jesus all our sins and griefs to bear what a privilege it is to carry Everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pains we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. The Lord is my light. The Lord is my high tower. The Lord is my refuge. The Lord is my strength. Can I get a witness? Won't he show up? Won't the train come in? In the able, in the able, in the able. Close. I said close the door. Can I get a witness? There's a draft behind you. Keep the door closed. No weapon. Nothing shall separate me from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. I've been young, not I'm old. Say yeah. Been there, done that. Been through hell and brought back out. But my God, my God, my God is an awesome God. Isn't he awesome? In the awesome, in the awesome, he's worthy, worthy, worthy to be praised. He's worthy. We need closure. Your mind is open to too many details. We need closure. You're in the comfort zone. You're living in cloudiness. We need closure. If you want to be a disciple, you gotta you gotta go through something. Can I get a witness? You gotta go through something. God didn't tell you to look for happiness. God told you to look for holiness. Can I get a witness? You gotta hold on and hold out. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall bring it to pass. What a word. What a word. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed. If you're here this morning, you need to be saved. You want Jesus to come into your life, save you, save you from hell, put your name in the Lamb's Book of Life, just raise your hand if you want to be saved. Is there one? Or you want to join the church in your Christian experience? Is there one? Is there one? 
is there one? Our Father and our God, bring closure to the cloudiness that is in our hearts. Bring closure to your word, your wisdom, and your weapon tree. Our weapons are not carnal, but they're spiritual, mighty through God to the pulling down of these strongholds. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, fortify us, sanctify us. Give us a made-up mind. Bring closure to the clouds that we may walk in the newness of life, facilitating your faith and not feeling sorry for ourselves. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, close the door behind.